Hey babes, this is Alyssa, the host of That's What Mom Said podcast and your new mom bestie. I've had to deal with daddy issues that later turned into baby daddy issues and honestly, the rest is history. As if being a mom isn't hard enough, I'm out here healing, trying to break generational curses, redefining motherhood, making sure I eat three times a day and my kids get fed and I remember to shower. And I think that if you're a mom, you get it. Join me every single Friday for a new episode, a new super mom, and a brand new story to tell. Download, subscribe, and turn your notifications on on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And to stay up to date with all things That's What Mom Said, follow me on Instagram at That's What Mom Said Pod. Good morning, friends. Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of That's What Mom Said. And mom has so much to say today. I feel like every time I get on here to record, I'm always telling you guys how stressed out I am. And like, I hate to sound like somebody who is always complaining, but literally my life is like one traumatic event after another. And I feel like this is just my life at this point. So I just, I just roll with the punches. You know what I mean? So I kind of came to this realization the other day that it is impossible for me to be on good terms with both of my baby daddies at once. And Like, I'm not even joking. I had to really sit down and think about this for a second. And ever since I had two baby daddies, there is just no being cool with both of them at the same time. So let me give you guys some of my life updates. So a few weeks ago, I actually decided to reach out to EJ's dad and I wasn't sure what type of reaction I would get or how the conversation would go. But I reached out to him and I just basically told him, look, A year ago when I decided to, you know, take my kid and run, this was why. And I kind of just explained to him all the ways that I felt, but also told him that we need to be a co-parenting team. And there's no reason that it should be you against me or me against you. Forget what we've been through. Let's move forward. Let's try to fix the dynamic between us, the relationship between us for our son. So you're able to have a relationship with your son. And I know that I did everything that I could. Surprisingly, he was very receptive to what I was saying. Um, I could tell that he really wanted to be on the same page as me. Him and I are both fire signs, so I feel like there's a lot of stubbornness and a lot of like headbutting sometimes when we have conversations. But I do know that he loves his child, even if he doesn't really know how to express that or show that. I've kind of learned over the years that in some situations, you just have to be the bigger person. You don't have to, you know, forgive somebody or act like something that they did to you never happened, but you have to accept people for who they are. And in this situation, it it might suck for me or I might have feelings toward the situation, but this is who I chose to have a child with. And I know it sounds crazy, but I really thought that at some point EJ would forget his dad. Maybe that sounds naive and super mean, but I just thought that at some point, like, you know, if he's not reaching out for him, EJ will just forget that he ever existed. And that was just never the case. Like the more that EJ could talk and start forming sentences and realize what he was saying and like really be able to communicate with me, he's been asking about his dad. So I just kind of started feeling like, hey, I don't hate his dad more than I love him. You know what I mean? So if I have to be the bigger person or put my pride to the side so my kid can have a relationship with his dad. 
that's what I have to do because this is this is my job. This is what I signed up for. And if I'm walking away with my tail between my legs in a couple months because I never should have started engaging with him again, then you know what? That's just going to be a lesson that I had to learn, kind of like the one that I just had to go through with Jared. So back to me saying that I can never get along with my baby daddies at the same time. It's uh, it's about that time that we flip-flopped again. So, you know, me and EJ's dad piece shit up. So, of course, me and Jared were at odds. I think in the first few episodes, I had mentioned that I did Grubhub sometimes for some extra money and whatever, but with the way that the economy's been lately and the way that everything is just so damn expensive, I've pretty much been doing Grubhub every weekend like a second job. So after Jared and I decided to separate, he was obviously still staying here with me. And we would kind of just, it was like a roommate situation, except we had the same kids. Like, you know, if you had to do something, I was home. If I had to do something, you were here. Like it was, we were kind of just sharing responsibility, but not in a relationship. So this past weekend, I had texted him early Saturday morning. I just woke up feeling like shit. I have kind of just been in and out of feeling lately, just like kind of resentful, of like my baby daddies and kind of overwhelmed just with motherhood. It's like I said in other episodes, it's just so overstimulating to be a mom, to always need to be remembering things for four people, you know, me plus my kids, to always be remembering everybody's schedule for school or camp or it's just, it's so difficult. There's always so many things going on in my mind that I just woke up that Saturday morning and I was feeling overwhelmed. So for about a week before this Saturday, Jared had not been staying here. He told me that he was staying somewhere else. So I texted him that Saturday morning and I told him, hey, if we're going to be doing this alternating weekend thing, I need you to be with the kids all weekend because I need a break. Like I'm overwhelmed. I'm stressed out. I can't do anything without, you know, kids. And it's just like I was just feeling super overwhelmed. He said to me, okay. He came over that day around two o'clock so I could go do my Grubhub shit. And so I called him around 630 or seven and I was just making sure that, you know, my house was still standing. The kids were still alive. Everything was all good. We had a whole half an hour conversation. We talked about our phone plans. We talked about him taking my daughter's phone number over to his plan and getting new phones for them. Um, We talked about how I was struggling and I had to do more Grubhub and I just need more money and like whatever. We just had a whole friendly conversation. In that conversation, I had asked him if he minded staying with the kids later so I could be out longer. He told me, okay, yeah, that's no problem. So I had told him, okay, I'm going to come home. I'm going to change and then I'm going to leave again. Whatever. I'll see you in a little bit. So this is two hours before I get home. So finally, I get home. I pull up. He's sitting outside. And immediately, as soon as I hop out of the car, he tells me, I don't care if you're going to be mad. I don't care if this gets thrown in my face later. I'm leaving. So my first thought is, okay, what's going on? Like, did you get into an argument with the kids? Are they pissing you off? Do you have no patience? Like, just tell me what's happening. And there was just no, there was no talking to him in that moment. He was so irate. 
He was so irritated. He didn't want to talk to me. He didn't want to give me any answers. And I was getting annoyed. And I literally, so not that this is an excuse, but I had just been feeling that morning so overwhelmed and so tired of everything just being on me. And that was kind of like a slap in the face. Like everything is literally on me. If, it, if the kids need to be taken care of and the dads don't want to, it falls back on me. Like that's, it's just, it makes me feel so resentful. So being the, you know, recovering petty person that I am, he's packing up his shit, trying to get all his stuff together and get out the door. And I hopped back in my car and I left. I didn't go far. I drove up the street to this to the corner store by my house and I called my mom. And I'm on the phone with my mom and I'm literally boohoo crying. I'm so fucking tired of this. I'm so fucking tired of these guys trying to use my kids to control me. Why is this fair? Why am I only allowed to leave the house if I'm making money or I'm doing something like, you know, whatever. Whatever. It's it's never for Alyssa to chill. It's either I'm going grocery shopping, I'm going you know, I'm I'm going to run this errand. It's never just like, oh, Alyssa got a break from her kids. It's 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 not fair. I was boohoo crying to my mom about it not being fair. So my mom's telling me, listen, there's nothing that you can do about it right now. You need to go home. Unfortunately, this is this is what it is. This is your life. So I'm like, you know what? Okay. I'll I'll give. I'll go home. So before I pull off, I I'm still on the phone with my mom and I look down at my phone and Jared is texting me talking about, I'm taking John and Jalen. I'm leaving your son here. I said, you got me fucked up. Well, I don't know exactly what I said, but I basically told him like, if you leave my son alone, I'm calling the cops. Like you're not about to leave my three-year-old home alone by himself. So at this point he's calling my mom on the other line. I'm like, you know what? I'm going the fuck home. This is too much drama and bullshit for me. I was just trying to prove a point by pulling off. You're doing too much. This is so much fucking drama. If you didn't want me to go, you should have told me that two hours ago when I had called you. Like I was just over it and annoyed at this point. So I drove home. I'm thinking that Jared's sitting in his car. So I pull up behind his car. Then I see him run like a crazy person out of my house talking about, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, bro, I'm just trying to have a conversation. I don't understand what happened. Like, I literally asked you two hours ago if you minded if I had went out and you told me no. Why did you wait until I pulled up? And this is the type of shit that makes me feel like you're trying to use my children as a pawn or to control me. And also now all of a sudden EJ's not your kid. All this time you wanted a pat on the back for everything that you were doing for EJ and now you're going to threaten to leave my kid home alone? Nah, I was just triggered by the whole situation. He ended up calling the cops before I had even pulled back up at the house. And then when I pulled up at the house, there was some words exchanged. There was an altercation. And then I ended up getting arrested. In all the 29 years of my life, bro, I've never been arrested. I got some tickets when I had my permit for driving with somebody that didn't have their, like, you know, 21-year-old driver's license, but I have never even been in trouble like that. And when I tell you that I boohoo cried like a baby in the back of that cop car, I'm not even kidding. I might sound like a badass, but I'm fucking not. And I didn't know what was going to happen, bro. I really did not. I didn't know if I was going to come home that night. They're asking for EJ's dad's information. I'm thinking they're about to call him to tell him to come get his kid because I'm going to jail. I didn't know what was happening. 
Then I'm sitting there and I'm in the back of this cop car with these cuffs on my wrist. And this lady cop is just standing outside the car and she's talking to me and she's like, you know, I went in your house and I made sure your kids were away from the windows and I closed your curtains. And I'm like, well, gee, thanks. Appreciate that. Appreciate you. I just really thought that Jared and I were at a place of peace and maturity, and this just really showed me that people can really pretend. People can really pretend. And like, I'm not trying to discredit anybody who's trying to grow because I know that I am sometimes brought to old ways and things like that. But like, like, can you just let me know that you're actually going to be this way in a year from now? And the constant police involvement and like the traumatizing my kids, I'm just over that. And I just, my advice to anybody is just like, bro, like people show you exactly who they are, bro. Exactly who they are. I'll never forget my mom told me when I was a kid that one of my best and worst qualities was that I was so forgiving. And that literally lives rent free in my head. Because it's true. And especially with people like the fathers of my children, I always want to go out of my way to help them. I want to be there. I want to help you or encourage you or whatever the case may be because you being a better person is better for my children. But at this point, I have just completely given up. I mean, I've said this before. I'll say it again, probably. But like this incident was definitely the last straw for me. I feel like I have gone above and beyond for Jared. He can say that he's done the same for me, whatever, dude. Like at the end of the day, it is what it is. Like you called the cops on me for no reason after you were going to leave my children home alone or my son home alone. It's just done up. Um, I just, I don't know if I can ever forgive. Thank you guys for listening to my bullshit week after week. I totally appreciate you. I need you guys to do just one small favor for me. If you haven't already, go leave a review on your favorite podcast app share with your friends, let people know, help me become big, help other people find me so I can stop relying on my baby daddies and I can stop doing Grubhub. And then all of my problems would be solved. That's it. All right. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of That's What Mom Said. Be sure to click the fifth star and leave a super cute review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening right now. Make sure you send this episode to your mom friends, your group chat, your grandmother, your kid's teacher, or literally anybody else that you've ever met. I'll talk to you guys next week. Okay, love you. Bye.